0: He makes rounds, just like the doctors and nurses, and has an uncanny knack for predicting death. He's Oscar the Cat. You are listening to Reach MD, XM 233 the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. David Dosa, a geriatrician at Rhode Island Hospital, an assistant professor at the Warren Alpert Medical School at Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island, and the author of the New England Journal of Medicine essay about Oscar the cat. Dr. Dosa, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable.
1: Well, thank you for having me on.
0: Tell us about Oscar.
1: Well, Oscar is a rather unusual cat, as many people have heard since this story broke. He has an uncanny ability to settle in with residents at the Steerhouse Nursing and Rehabilitation Center here in Providence, Rhode Island, right before they're about to expire.
0: What percentage of deaths has Oscar attended at the nursing home?
1: You know, for the most part, he's actually gotten them all. From what I know of in the last year, he has missed on one occasion, and that was an occasion where there were multiple deaths occurring simultaneously, and the cat was running backwards and forwards between rooms at the nursing home. So he is remarkably accurate. As a physician, I'd like to say, that I'm better than him at predicting when patients might die. But I think as we're all finding out, and all my colleagues can attest to this, that Oscar seemingly understands better than any of us when patients are about to pass.
0: Is there something that animals can physically sense about impending death that humans cannot?
1: I think that that's an interesting question, and I think it's one of the questions that has people so intrigued by this particular story. Certainly, there, there are lots of sort of scientific potential explanations, but there's also sort of a spiritual side or a religious side to this that I think is also intriguing to people. My general sense as a scientist who who studies humans and behavior and and aging is that this particular cat is sensing something, whether it's a smell that is released by these residents as they are near death that he's responding to, but there's probably some behavioral elements as well. This is a wonderful nursing home where the staff often holds vigils for, for patients that otherwise might die alone. and and it's possible that at times he's merely trying to be part of the team. But what's interesting about the whole situation is that this is not a particularly friendly cat. He keeps to himself. You can certainly draw him out if you have food to give him, but oftentimes you'll find him looking out at the world through a a window and basically keeping to himself. This is not a lap cat, and he certainly doesn't come to people to be pet or praised in any fashion.
0: Does Oscar ever spend time curled up with residents who aren't going to die?
1: Generally, he keeps to himself. He will walk around the unit. He has full range of this particular dementia unit, and he will occasionally walk in and out of rooms, but he never stays um, unless somebody is near death.
0: Did these patients have anything in common?
1: Well, unfortunately, again, this is a terminal dementia unit, and the sad reality is that these diseases have, in many cases, robbed people of their ability to understand what is going on around them. These are all patients that have terminal dementia and have lost the ability to understand what the cat's presence might might mean. Many of them have lost the ability to walk. Frequently, they're losing weight because they're not able to, to eat, so unfortunately, what they have in common is that they are all patients that have terminal diseases such as Alzheimer's dementia and and other types of dementia.
0: Have any of them ever responded to Oscar's presence?
1: I think some of them maintain the ability to understand that a cat is in the room and some of them might take comfort from that. I think, uh, unfortunately, for the most part, all of them have lost the ability to understand what the cat's presence might mean to other people.
0: How soon after the death did he depart?
1: Generally, he'll leave almost immediately after death. There are times when the person is alone where he will stay there until the examiner calls for the patient or if a funeral director comes in for, for the patient.
0: What happens if he can't get into the room of a patient who's going to die?
1: One of the key things here is that we obviously try to respect people's wishes, and there are families that have told us that they don't want you know the cat around, and, and in those cases, we've tried to respect those wishes. There are occasions where this cat will actually pace back backwards and forwards in front of a closed room. He often does that if he has business in a room and the room is closed. There was one occasion where we actually physically had to remove the cat from the ward because he became quite anxious after he had been closed out of a room where a patient was dying. He actually was purring at the top of his lungs or meowing at the top of his lungs, and it became quite disruptive.
0: How old was Oscar when people first started noticing his ability to detect impending death?
1: Uh, About six months. He he received an award from a local hospice organization when he was about a year old because they and and some of the the wonderful nurses who attend to patients on that floor had noted that he was spending time with patients as they neared death i think in terms of the physicians who provide care for patients on that floor i think that that award kind of got all of us thinking about Oscar and and kind of watching very closely and i have to say since that time despite any skepticism that i might have had about it He's proved me wrong almost every time.
0: How old is he now?
1: Oscar is a little over two years old, so hopefully he has many years of fine work in front of him.
0: How did he find his way to the facility? Uh, like
1: other facilities, this is a facility that prides itself in having animals as part of their, their residence. I think there's very good data on pet therapy and the use of uh, of animals in nursing homes to improve mood and preserve a home-like environment for as long as possible for patients. And this particular facility has six cats. Oscar apparently was brought in by one of the, the staff members. He was from a litter of a stray cat that I believe showed up on a doorstep one day.
0: Be interesting to know if he has brothers and sisters with the same gift.
1: Unfortunately, I think the others went uh, elsewhere, so we'll never quite know, but it would be interesting to know if there are others out there that are related to him.
0: What feedback have you received because of your essay? It's been
1: very interesting feedback on a number of levels. Certainly, I've received hundreds of emails with various similar stories about cats have that, that cats that have predicted pregnancy long before a person might know, cats that have predicted cancer. There's a dog apparently in Ohio that does very similar similar things. And I've heard from two or three other nursing homes in various parts of the world where there are animals that do much the same thing as Oscar. So Oscar is probably not unique. There are other animals out there doing very similar activities. He, he probably is the most well-known of, of these cats at this point. But otherwise, I've heard feedback from many people on, on a number of different levels. I think it's important to note that this was an essay that I wrote. It's not hard research, and and certainly it was never intended to be that. I've heard from researchers who have expressed consternation with the fact that the New England Journal of Medicine chose to publish the essay, but unfortunately that sometimes becomes part of it.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me today is Dr. David Dosa, discussing his essay in the New England Journal. Journal of Medicine about Oscar the cat. Dr. Dosa, why did you write the essay?
1: Well, I really wanted to share with people a, a truly remarkable event that was happening in an environment that very few people know anything about. And, it, you know, we as a society don't like to think about aging. We don't like to think about nursing home cares, and we do everything in our power to avoid it. And yet it's becoming a much more central focus for for a lot of people as our nation grays and as more and more people have memories impairments and there's a lot of remarkable stories that go on at, at places like this that are unseen by those on the outside and and this was a truly remarkable story that I felt needed to be shared.
0: What feedback if any, have you received from veterinarians?
1: I have received uh, feedback from veterinarians that I know. I haven't heard too much from the profession on the whole. I know that Oscar's veterinarian now considers him to be a superstar, so he's now dealing with taking care of a, a well-known cat. So. My sense is that of those that I've heard from, there are are many that suggest that it is a sense of smell, perhaps, that this animal is picking up on. But certainly, I'm sure I'll hear from more over the the course of the weeks to months that follow.
0: He looks famous in the pictures I've seen. He looks very wise.
1: He's lost a fair amount of weight since his New England Journal of Medicine story. He actually had gained a fair amount of weight when that picture was taken. And, and he's now on a much more strict diet. And I think it served him well, because certainly the Boston Globe pictures that were taken and some of the other pictures that were taken for People magazine suggest that he's a much a svelter cat.
0: Jay Leno suggested that perhaps the nursing home residents who died in Oscar's presence were allergic to cats. How do you respond to
1: Well he also actually did a skit on the cat euthanizing people. You know, obviously my response to this is a absolute unequivocal no. There unfortunately are no biological plausible explanations for how this many people could be allergic to cats like this. I can assure you that the care in this nursing home is is first rate, and there's absolutely no evidence of anything anything else going on. Unfortunately, these are just patients that are reaching the end because of their terminal diseases, and, and this is an unusual situation. It's not an oncology floor. It's not an, an acute hospital. This is a, a terminal unit where patients, unfortunately, Die quite frequently, and this cat merely helps us or helps alert us to, to what it's going to occur
0: do a lot of your patients benefit from pet therapy
1: i'd like to think so. I certainly am much more in tune to it now after all of this. A lot of the nursing homes that I work in have pet programs where they bring in where they bring in pets from the outside. I think they're wonderful programs and if there's a take home message from all of this i'd like it if cat lovers and animal lovers were to look into their local nursing homes and and train the dogs and cats to provide this kind of care, because I think it's wonderful for the residents.
0: Are you a cat owner?
1: I do not own a cat.
0: Are you working on any other essays?
1: At this point, I'm not working on an essay. I'm I'm considering writing a book on aging and, and graying in America and, and kind of getting more perspectives, perhaps from Oscar the cat. But at this point, I, I don't have intentions of writing another essay.
0: Tell us a little bit about the book. What will the spirit of your message be? I think the spirit of the message
1: will be that certainly there were a lot lot of interesting questions that in some cases were perfunctory that were asked. I mean, what is the cat doing? What is is he smelling? These types of things. But I think that the essay appealed to people on on other levels as well. And I think we're all mystified by what happens as we age and pass on to other things. And I hope that patients and and people outside start thinking about some of these issues. What is it going to be like as I get a little older? Is my family going to be with me? These types of questions. What is it like? to pass from a, a terminal disease like Alzheimer's dementia? And what does that do to, you know, the family, uh, family unit? I think if more patients ask their doctor and talk to their doctor about what they want at the end of life, then this has served an important message. I heard from a patient shortly after this whole story broke that they'd rather die with Oscar in their bed than with tubes running in and out of them. And and I think that that's an important message. And, you know, we don't necessarily need to do everything and anything for patients to increase their quantity of life. What we really need to prioritize is quality of life. And and I think that that's a message that needs to be yelled from the rafters, particularly as our nation gets older and, and healthcare becomes costlier.
0: Dr. Dosa, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about Oscar the Cat.
1: Oh, It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on.
0: I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to XM at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.